What is up, you guys? You are tuning in to the Health Without Limits podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Prestano, a personal trainer, nutrition coach, teacher, wife, dog mom to two, and mommy to be. Wow, that's weird to say. After too many years of playing it cool and trying to live up to society's standards, I decided it was time to share my voice. I hope that this is a place you will come to share your journey and to feel supported on your way. We'll talk all things health, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, and just some good old girl chat. Thanks for coming along. Let's get going. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Health Without Limits. If you came back, I'm so glad to have you here. And if you're new, I am Caroline Prestano, host of the podcast, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, teacher, mom-to-be, and I have a guest today that has not been on the podcast in quite some time. What's up, guys? It's Keith. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. Uh Uh-huh. So if you don't know, Keith's my husband. Um, We used to podcast a lot together, but... Life got a little busy and our schedules have been opposite. Opposite, yeah. So we finally found a time to sit down. And I we know. got the dogs here. They're sort of fighting, sort of not. So you'll hear them in the background too. That's the way it goes. So, what are we talking about today? All right. So, today we're talking about New Year's. So, when this podcast comes out, it'll be the week right after the New Year. So, we're in 2021. It's fresh. Um, and I kind of wanted to have this conversation because it's such a hot time to hear about like New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions, and kind of give our thoughts on it and talk about how you and I are approaching 2021. Yeah. So kind of to start off, I thought it'd be cool to reflect on 2020. Um, Even though it was like absolutely a challenging year, there was a lot of devastating Mm -hmm. things that went on. Um, I don't know. I... I see a lot of these, like, memes and stuff out there on social media that are like, I'm so done with 2020, and, like, 2021's going to be my year, and it kind of bothers me to see that because, like, A, just because the calendar changed, it doesn't mean that the year is going to be, like, magically better. Plus, nothing's changed. Right. Like, we're still in kind of... Like, we still have to do the work. Yeah, and we're still experiencing, you know, corona. Right. And all that stuff. But, and I get, like, the, the clean slate and all that. But also, like, looking back on 2020, outside of all of the negative, I feel like we had a lot of positive that came out of it. And, like, mm-hmm. at first I almost felt guilty talking about that. But, like, I don't want to just glaze over all the positives. Yeah, honestly, it's something that we should be proud about. Like, all the hard work that we put into 2020, you know what I mean? And I feel like anyone could have had a, you know, great 2020 if they just put the work in and took action. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of dwelling on. Well, and I, uh, that's not to discount the fact, though, that, like, you could have got, COVID could have affected you. COVID that's could true. have affected that's your true. family, your job. Like, I I get that. But, mm-hmm. yes, like, what you're saying is, like, I almost feel like what happened in March when we were forced to shut down, we were forced to slow down, like, that was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it gave us an opportunity to like see things around that you really probably haven't noticed before and be grateful for. Like it was like a forced slowdown. Yeah, like literally, like we're having a cup of coffee on our couch, looking out in the backyard, and be like, "Wow, yeah, like this is beautiful." One and two, like 
I worked my butt off to have this beautiful backyard. You know what I mean? And I think that brings it back to like what you were talking about of like how did you use your time in 2020? Did you take that extra time to kind of lay around, feel bad for yourself, binge watch Mm -hmm. TV all day and eat like crap? Or did you like use that time to reflect and, and show appreciation kind of thing? Right. So like if we think about 2020 for us... Some of the positives, big one is we opened the gym. Yeah, we opened a gym. People probably thought we were crazy opening up a gym during Rona. Yeah, that's true. But it's like something that we talked about for doing, talked about doing for so long. And I feel like you sit with that thought long enough. Mm-hmm. We had a long time to ponder it. Oh and my we were god, just we're finally pondering like... it for like three to four years. Mm-hmm. Like that's and a then long like time. with COVID, you're really thinking about it. And we were just like, you know what? Let's just do it. And that yeah. was a huge positive for us. And it's already like seeing so much gain and like Mm -hmm. i feel like you're so passionate about that as your full-time thing and Mm -hmm. it's it's been a huge bonus yeah like if you think about it like in august so we we opened the gym um in october officially officially but we started taking clients in the end of august i had four clients and now i have 45 Mm -hmm. in just a few months yeah yeah three months um i would say another positive our relationship grew like quarantine was actually good for us that was my number one thing was um our relationship i feel like my favorite thing that we picked up during quarantine was our walks we were walking like two or three times a day yeah we probably walked honestly during quarantine like in the beginning we were probably walking four to five miles a day day. Yeah. yeah well for sure and like we went from walking what 0.6 miles a day. I know. To that, and now, but and like that's something, it. right? I, I mean, mean, we don't do four to five miles yeah, a day, we do like but like two, two three. or two and a half, yeah. But that was like such a fun time for us to just be able to like talk, talk, and then like it was beautiful weather, mm-hmm. and just like appreciate all that. And of course, Wrigley was happy. And mm-hmm. the only downside is we stopped inviting Lily on our walks, and now yeah. we're paying for it. Yeah. But 2021's Lily's year. Yeah, that's true. But like <laughs> to think about that, like in 2019, right? Like I remember I lost my job. Like I didn't have a job. And you like didn't know what you wanted to and do. And I didn't know what I like really truly wanted to do. Um, 2020 actually gave me my purpose. You know what I mean? Um, so basically, you know, obviously I'm going to provide for our family any way possible so i was bartending Mm -hmm. you know and i loved bartending you know because you love like communicating yeah and i could tell like some people are like dude you're like almost 30 and you're bartending but like honestly like experiencing bartending i could see how people can like do that like Mm -hmm. i was talking to strangers learning about them seeing how they were growing you know and you just took all that stuff in so it was like a cool experience yeah um, I would say too, like another thing that helped our relationship was we learned about like non-monetary activities. So like our go-to date night was always like go out to dinner, mm-hmm. right? And like you didn't even think much about it. You just kind of did it. And then restaurants closed, yep. stores closed, um, like breweries and wineries closed. This was pre-pregnancy, you guys. And so then we were kind of like, having to be creative about okay we're already spending 24 7 together but then how can we designate some of that time and make it like 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess purposeful, yeah. like like an actual kind of date. So right. like whether we got the board games out or we hung out in the backyard and did like grilling and stuff yeah. out there. Like we 2020 just... was great. And do you want to tell them why? <laughs> well, and then we also decided to get pregnant. Yeah, the, well, that too, but... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, go ahead. Well, let, let them know. Like, all right, so for 2020, this is actually the first year that we didn't set goals. Yeah. All right, we did not set goals. We decided to set intentions for 2020. And I think that's what made it, like, the best year because, like, your intention for that year or your mantra, is that a mantra? Yeah, you could. Like, some people choose, like, their word of the year. Yeah, their word of the year or something. So, like, mine was, like, great husband, strong mindset. And I I accomplished both those things. Yeah, there are some areas that you can always improve on. But if you look back in 2019 to 2020, you're like, holy shit. Like, huge difference, Mm -hmm. right? And then yours, what what were your intentions for 2020? Mine were more focused around... um, like my eating and my exercise, like really diving into intuitive mm-hmm. eating and, and finding that balance, which I definitely did. Yeah. I um, mean, we eat bagels every morning now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess we'll transition that. But like, so going into 2021, I think a lot of people use that phrase of like new year, new me, or you see like new year's goals or new year's resolutions floating around the, the internet or whatever. And it's not it's not a bad thing, but I think personally, or for both of us really, like we don't like that approach um, as far as goals, resolutions, new year, new me, because a goal has an end point, right? Like I'm going to lose 15 pounds this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what happens after you lose those 15 pounds? Yeah. You know, or I'm going to um, get that promotion at work this year. That's great, but what happens after you get the promotion? Right. You know, you get the promotion in February, and then you have the rest of the year ahead of you. There's an end point. And I feel like the intentions are like kind of like what your identity, you know, what you're, what you're, you're getting ahead of me. Oh, my bad. Yeah. All right, I'll Slow stop. Your roll. And then also with goals, a lot of times they're like larger than life, and they don't correlate with where you currently are. So, for example, like. You know, this year I'm going to work out seven days a week and I'm going to meal prep all three meals of the day, but currently I'm not working out at all and I don't cook. Like that's a larger than life goal and you're kind of setting yourself up for overwhelm and something that um, you, you won't necessarily do. But again, if you do do it, it has an end point. Great. You worked out seven days a week. You meal prepped all your meals. Now what? So now Keith we can transfer into intentions and why those are different and probably more beneficial. Right. But before we go into intentions, like, <clears throat> we're not saying don't set goals. Right. Goals come yeah, in. Goals like, come in. You should set your short-term goals, long-term goals. Um, and then, honestly, I started doing quarterly goals. But those things are all based off your intentions. Yeah. And those so, are based off my intentions, yes. So when you're like setting an intention, you take where you are right now, what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, and what are your logical next steps, and then who do you want to become? Like this is going to be something that's ongoing, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be an all-encompassing kind of thing. Um, 
And then from there, you can set your actions, which are like your goals that are going to help you with that intention. And your actions are the things that become your daily habits that are going to support you in that intentional living. So I think maybe let's like give an example of how this would go. You can give an example from um, really like 2020. Right. So you said that one of your intentions was strong mindset. Was strong mindset. So like it overall that's an all encompassing feeling. You have a strong mindset mm-hmm. and it's something that is ongoing. Like right. you you have a strong mindset no matter what's getting thrown at you. Right. So what were some of the actions or the daily habits that you implemented in order to support that intention? Right. Well, so I wanted that strong mindset but um the issue what I was having was like I had lack, lack of confidence. You know what I mean? I just came off of a job that I was miserable in. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't feeling confident in myself. Uh, past memories were coming up. Like, you know what I mean? Like um, bad memories from the past when I was a child were, was coming up. So first things first, like I really analyzed, um, you know, what I had to do to uh, figure out my, you know, the past memories, all the bad memories and like come to peace with that. But then I took action and I actually started following a mental coach, mental performance coach, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, And I was fortunate to, he wasn't like, I guess you could say he was a mentor to me, but like we never really talked, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that can still be a mentor. Yeah, so like basically I learned a lot of my um, mental performances through him and I actually got certified through one of his uh, programs that he had you know what I mean so talk about though like what were your daily actions that you did oh yeah supported you so yeah like so my most important task throughout the day was all right let me work on my you know mindset um for an hour a day you know what I mean do that um well one was you know we did journaling in the morning that was really cool experience um, and then two was um, being able to read a little bit about, you know, you know, Brian Kane's articles and stuff on mental um, performance, some strategies that you could use throughout your day um, to help you improve on specific areas. So, you know, one area is um, time management. How can you work better and more productive throughout the day being more efficient? You know what I mean? So I took his time management stuff. Um, motivation and commitment understanding that motivation is like an instant like something that like gets you up but your commitments lifelong you know what I mean so finding your commitment and then finding what motivates you for that day to help you strive for that commitment you know and I think also like going back to the mornings because you talked about journaling but you also used that time in the mornings like you said, to dive into some things from Mm -hmm. your past. And then like you and I were able to have open conversation about it. And that helped you a ton with your mindset because you understood like why your reactions were what they were and then how to kind of tweak those thoughts. Right. So yeah, it was, I feel like that was a lot of information to throw at somebody, but let's (laughs) like give an example. Okay. So like typically a new year's resolution that you see is, I don't know if it's going to be like, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to eat healthier, right? Right. So that's an action. That's a, a daily habit. So what is your intention? What is your why for doing this so that you can carry it through the year? So is your intention maybe that overall 
you just want to feel better and you want your health to be in a better place. Okay, so your intention is, it sounds vague, but to have a healthy year. Why do you want to do that? Maybe it's because your doctor told you that you have some kind of underlying condition that's caused by your habits. Maybe it's because you're struggling to keep up with your kids. Maybe it's because you're struggling with depression or anxiety. Um, Maybe it's because you have, you know, a poor relationship with food and you're using it as, you know, a coping strategy. Whatever it is, find your why. And then from there, you can set your daily habits. So how am I going to have a healthy year? Okay, well, I'm going to work out X number of days a week. I'm going to find exercises that make me feel good. I'm going to prioritize self-care. I'm going to um, eat more fruits and vegetables. I'm going to explore, you know, what it means to eat organically. Whatever it is, you're going to teach yourself these daily habits, and it's going to be more than one so that it really encompasses your intention for the Mm -hmm. year and it doesn't end. So maybe you do find the exercises that you enjoy. So now we're going to take it one step further. We're going to find another exercise that you enjoy. Or maybe you do learn about, you know, organic eating or what it means to have, you know, grass-fed, pasture-raised. You educate yourself. So you take it one step further. You find local farms in your areas. You connect with them. Whatever that is, it's ongoing so that it's always encompassing your intention for the year mm-hmm. rather than a just, I'm going to eat healthy. Right. And honestly, going off of that, I would even start writing those things down mm-hmm. for on like on your list or like, you know, saying, hey, I'm doing X amount of workouts this week. I'm doing, you know what I mean? Make sure you write that down because if you see that every day, then it'll start to say all right this is my routine it's you're eating yeah. yeah um and then once you really conquer those things and you know that you're going to be doing those everything every those things every day then maybe you can add one more thing mm-hmm. later on and i think if you focus on it as a feeling like you reflect on how it makes you feel that's going to motivate yeah. you more too rather than just looking at like um I'm going to eat healthy because everybody else is doing it or because I want to lose weight like a physical. Of course, the physical is motivating, but there's going to come a point when that doesn't motivate you anymore. So like start reflecting and connecting on how those things make you feel, what emotions they bring out of you um, and do more of the things that are bringing the positive out. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, going to motivate you more. So for you for 2021, what are your intentions? So yeah, I really have three. I had the first one. So since we're having a baby girl in April, I want to be, um, I want to make sure I'm family first. All right. So, you know, opening up the gym, the first four months I was working seven days a week. Mm-hmm. All right. So now it's, it's, it's going to be good to this year work on somewhat of a balance. Maybe I work six days a week or five, like, you know what I mean? So finding that balance, making sure that all the quality time that I have at home, I'm using it up wisely. So family first. The second one is preparation. Now I say preparation because I always feel like I'm a little bit behind the eight ball with some of the things that I, I want to get done. Um, so my goal is to really um, you know, write down when things I want to get done by and try and get those done at least a week or maybe a few days before it's actually due. You know what I mean? Um, 
And I think that would start helping me um, being, one, a better coach, better husband around the house, better future father. You know what I mean? Just like that word mm-hmm. preparation, like making sure everything's done beforehand. And then the last one is kind of like, um, it's kind of like a, a mantra, I guess. It's uh, I want to be, I like saying it because like it kind of motivates me throughout the week. Uh, throughout the day actually it's uh, you know one percent better than the day before you know like if yesterday was a, a bad day and I looked at this mantra saying one percent better than the day before that means I'm gonna you know get up and work my butt off today to be better for everyone and myself so those are my my three intentions that I want to conquer for 2020 what about you um so I think I think I have three too which was just random. But my first one was to be present rather than fearing what's to come. So this is something that, like, in my current situation, like, of pregnancy, I struggle with, to be honest with you, because, like, birth scares the crap out of me. And newborn life is so unknown. That's a little bit scary. But I also think this is an intention that is, like, ongoing you know like a lot of us struggle with being present because we're we're anxious about what's going to happen next so um for me my like habits or my actions like I'm going to educate myself um on the things that are like need to know about what's to come but then I'm going to avoid too. like I found that hearing other people's birth stories sometimes like trigger me or like if people go into too much detail about the negatives that triggers me so I'm going to avoid that like I don't need to hear that um but then also like having some intentional time with the baby right now so like taking the time to like feel her kick or just reflect on like where we're at right now Mm -hmm. and what I'm experiencing um, rather than trying to rush it ahead or like pre-plan what everything's gonna be. Uh, before you say, before you go on your third one, the baby is kicking, by the way, and it's she actually is. She pretty. She started cool. on Christmas Day. Yeah, Christmas Day, and it's funny because like, you know, like those. Oh, you know, like before a movie starts, and you know when that water drop falls. Yeah. And then the water uh, has like a ripple effect. Yeah. That's what your stomach looks like when the baby kicks a little bit. Like, it kicks and, like, your stomach kind of, like, does that motion. <laughs> That's an interesting comparison. I know. I, well, I'm just saying. So, anyways, it's pretty cool and amazing to see. So, go on to your okay. third intention. Uh, actually, my second. Oh, your second. So, my Sorry. second is consistency and press the limit. Uh, I think when quarantine happened, like, I was really consistent. And then, you know, life comes back a little bit and you're not as consistent. So... Continuing the podcast, continuing to reach out to guests, which is, which is something that uh, is a little uncomfortable for me. But I'm proud of her. She's been kicking butt with asking people to be on the podcast. Yeah. So just like I think I want to continue that momentum because then yeah. when you stop, you have to start over, yeah. you know. Um, and then continuing just with valuable content, sharing behind the scenes, like that kind of thing. And then my last intention is kind of related to the first intention, but... When baby girl comes, experiencing being, like, in the moment and not focusing on perfection. Like, she's not going to be happy 100% of the time. And she's not going to be a perfect sleeper straight out the womb. And I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> but just enjoying, like, 
where Keith and I are in those moments and not trying to um, rush her to a place of where we think she should be. Yeah. And I think that's going to be like those daily habits, those actions, I think are something that I'm going to reflect on and develop a little bit more as the year goes on. Like, I don't necessarily know what that's going to look like, like how I'm going to fulfill that intention. Right. But I think that things like journaling, having open communication with you, and I don't know, this is like diving a little bit deep, but I already tell myself now that like put yourself in her shoes of like, she's been nice and comfy, cozy inside of me for nine months and it's warm and she gets some movement. She's fed whenever she wants it. She can hear my heartbeat all the time. And then she's like thrown into this world. Where she's going to hear everything. And yeah, it's just so different. So yeah. like keep yourself in that mindset. You know what I'm looking forward for? What? Like we put the baby, we put the baby down to bed. And then we have us time. But like us talking about the baby. It's and like, like what you new, experienced. Uh, and... You know, like that day and all that stuff. It's a whole new role for us. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited to be a girl dad, if you can't tell. so We got to get you like a hat. Hashtag girl dad. That would be a sick uh, sick thing. Have a hashtag girl dad hat. Yeah, but then I would want one. Hashtag girl mom. Girl mom. You might want to wear a shirt or a hat. That's cool. Why can't I wear a hat? Nah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I can. Okay, so all of this to say as we wrap up, we would love for you guys to share your intentions with us. Like whether you DM us, text us, tag us in your stories, put it in a post. Like, I don't know. We want to know. And I think that accountability is going to be so huge for everybody going into 2021. So us sharing this podcast with you, like, yes, we're hoping to educate you, but we're also holding ourselves accountable. Like we just shared our intentions with you. And mm-hmm. we should not drop the ball now because you guys all know <laughs> what we're intending to do. So we won't share them with us. We'd love to know. But also if you're kind of struggling, you're like, okay, here's what I think I want for 2021. But I don't know how to turn that into an intention. Like reach out to us. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Hopefully it resonated with you and kind of got your mind shifted looking into 2021. And I think the last like quick thing I wanted to touch on, my nose is like, guys, pregnancy hormones <laughs> got my allergies doing some kind of nonsense. I don't even know. But I feel like your allergies is always fucked. Ooh, you just dropped the F-bomb. I hope you weren't <laughs> listening with your children. Sorry. All right. Anyways. There's children that listen to this? I don't know. This is like hashtag girl dad. (laughs) You're learning. Okay, anyways, I kind of wanted to drop with this that like, I think a lot of times society pressures people into feeling like they have to have a New Year's goal. They have to have a New Year's resolution. They have to like have a clean slate going into 2021. And I just want to tell you that you do not have to do that. You do not just because the calendar changed have to come up with these wild goals for yourself or feel that letdown because you're remembering that in 2020 you did not hold up your goals like this is why we really like intentions because take where you are and then take where you personally want to continue to grow for 2021 and don't let society pressure you into this like new year new me kind of situation where you're just like on a hamster wheel and you just feel like you keep failing yourself every single year yeah i agree and honestly what it comes down to 
listen, you, some people, you know, they might need a coach to help them, vice versa, but really it comes down to you and the action that you could take, all right? Remember, the taking the action is probably the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, once you take that first step and then the second and then the third, it's you'll get into like a nice routine and you'll be able to at the end look back and say, wow, I just did this for the entire year and be grateful and proud of yourself. So really, really try and take that first step. The first step's the hardest. Yeah, so like even, you know, now that you're going to be done listening to this podcast, take the next few minutes to reflect and think about an intentional intentional year that you have ahead of you and what do you want that to look like? And just kind of start getting that racking through your brain. You don't have to set all the steps and the goals today, but just start thinking about like, where are you right now and how can you be intentional about continuing to grow over these next 12 months so like we said share them with us if you want to or don't but write it down hold yourself accountable know that we're going to be out here doing the same thing and we'll catch you guys in the next one have a great day guys (laughs) that was funny (laughs) thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the health without limits podcast You guys know that I appreciate your support more than anything and really love having this outlet to just share my voice too. Don't forget to reach out to me on social media so that we can connect. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Both of those will be in the notes section of this episode. I'll catch you guys in the next one.